place looks great. Oh, thanks, man. It's all uh, Ikea. Did the whole place for $47. Nice. Yeah. How are the neighbors? Uh, you know, there's an Asian family living next door, but they don't have a gong or nothing, so oh. it's not too bad. That's lucky. Yeah, it is. How's work? You? Yeah, you know, not bad, actually. I, I met a girl. She's a cashier. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we should double date something. You, me, and Laurie, and uh, well, what's her name? White trash name. Yes. Mandy. Nope. Marilyn. Nope. Brittany. Nope. Tiffany. Nope. Candace. Nope. Don't f me on this. I'm I know shit. All right, speed round. I'm gonna rattle off some names when I hit you it. Fucking it. buzz it, okay? I will tell you, you got me? Yeah. All right, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Erling, Claudine, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Kali, Chloe, Devin, Emily, Luke. Nope. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Oh, I got you. Okay. Brandy Lynn, Heavily, Tammy Lynn. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. That's one of my favorite intros. Okay, that's a good one. Tammy Lynn, is that her name? Tammy Lynn. <laughs> Did all that Tammy Lynn. After all of that effort. Turned out to be Tammy Lynn. Isn't that one of those names that ends in a Lynn? Yes. <laughs> I love how that uh, that whole thing unfolded because he starts out with just two very, very, very quick guesses. It's like Brittany, Brandy, Brandy. <laughs> it's like, all right, you want to play? Let's play. That must have been an impossible set to remember. All those think, names. Yeah. Do you think he had like a real order in his head, and or he just like spit off? Whatever he could think of at the time. Oh no, that was written. Yeah. There's no way that that was off the top of his head. Yeah, that's a, that is a very impressive job. I mean, that's... he he's paid not to rattle things off on the top of his head. That's what I'm figuring. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, welcome back to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Everybody. Did you hear he ap- appeared in a tweet from uh, Chrissy? It's also not Tegan. After all these years, it's Chrissy Tigan. Oh Jesus! You aware of that? Uh, now I am. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she came out and. She came uh, out YouTube and thing or something. Said, yeah, was we get it wrong. Did Mitchell Trubisky's mother lead the charge on this one? No, but her mother was there on the video. Listen, my name has been mispronounced all these years, and I want to talk about the suffering. So Chrissy Teigen is trying out for uh, the L.A. Be, Kings. Did you see this? Let me, let me the, ask you a question. Shouldn't she be Chrissy Legend at this point? No, you don't give up your uh, your you stage know, name nah. for a fake other stage Nobody name. really does it. Nobody really does Because his name's it. not Legend. I think Jeter's wife changed her name. Jeter's Hannah, wife? yeah, it's Hannah Jeter, I think now. Yeah, if I'm her, I'm changing yeah, the name. Yeah. She's, she was she's... barely famous. She did a commercial with a horse, right? She did a commercial <laughs> with the horse, and now she's part of the Jeter fortune. Yeah, you go with just go with Jeter, right? She's not going anywhere. Like once that guy decides to get married, oh right, you've been through all the nonsense for the last twenty years. Yes, yeah, was... there's no nobody played it better than Jeter. Oh, guy was just guy, guy played guy it had perfectly. the life of lives. Baseball was his excuse. I don't understand why these guys who are 22 years old, they get married, and you're traveling 100-plus days a year, and... They're, yeah. Why would you do it? Nobody had it worse than Derek Fisher. Or not Derek Fisher, but the... Uh, you know the story? Uh, I think his name is Barnes or something like that. He was a very fringe player uh, who played Harrison with Derek Barnes? Fisher. 
No, he's older than that. Hold on, that's that's the beauty of Google. We could get this stuff so quickly. All right, so I'll tell you the the, the Chrissy uh, Tigan story while uh, you're doing that. She's trying out for the L.A. Kings as a backup goalie. Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, because she claimed that she could be a goalie or something like. Oh, Chrissy Tigan could be an <laughs> yeah. NHL goalie. Yeah, she said she could be an. NHL. She's like, I know I could be a goalie. Wait, Chrissy Tigan, the model, <laughs> right, can, can be, be an NAL, an NHL goalie. That's what she said. So the uh, Kings were having a uh, tryout for a backup goalie, so they open invited trial. her to come. Yeah, okay. open tryout. So she decides uh, to take them up on it, and she tweets to them, uh, "This is great. I'm going to be like that 30 year old that tried out for the NFL. What was his name?" Do you remember this story? The 30-year-old that tried out for the NFL? Yeah. Uh, she's talking about the guy from the Eagles? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Vince Pampali. Right, but she didn't write that. She did, she wrote, what's his name? Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> 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 what's his name? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, I have to assume she was trying to be funny, right? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, she, but she must have that's been trying like a, to be funny. That's like a f- yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a funny... Yeah, I, I'm assuming she was trying to be funny. It's like Warren Buffett and Jimmy Buffett trying to be funny. Trying to be funny. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, did Chrissy Teigen make the team? Is she? No, I think, be the... I think it's happening oh. in, in the future. This all just is happening today. It reminds me of the time there actually was a female goalie in the NHL. Do right. you happen to remember her name? I, I want. I don't remember her name, but I think there was a card. Was there a like a hockey card made of her or something? So I, I want to say I, she I saw. was a legitimate minor league goalie. She didn't make it up so to the what NHL. Was this like early nineties? Yes, yeah. uh, but she was a French Canadian hockey player, female hockey player who was so good that she played with the men, and she ended up being a basically a triple A goalie. Had an eight year career. We're not talking about somebody who wasn't uh, legitimately capable of doing uh, the job. She just never made it to the National Hockey League, but. You know how many AAA players never make it to the majors? You know, sure. uh, doesn't it doesn't negate her achievement? Her achievement's incredible. Uh, I was just saying this. To, her name was somebody Manon Rayon, by the way. If you're a woman, why wouldn't you try start be a place kicker? Sure. I mean, there's there's 32 jobs, and clearly we're in need of more because <laughs> if you watch the games last weekend, Zane Gonzalez. I mean, how is there guys? See, like, I think of golf and a, and a golfer. Like, take like Dustin Johnson or something like this. Guy can hit a ball 350 yards. Sure. He can make a 10-foot putt under the greatest pressure you can imagine. Sure. He could put a ball out of a sand trap within three feet. Okay? He can bend shots around trees. All these skills and talents it right. takes. If you're a kicker, all you got to do is kick a ball. Straight. Through a big goal post. <laughs> right? It, it, it is an amazing thing that there are more capable guys? people of doing that. There's a couple hundred guys on the tour right now. We can't get 32 guys that can kick a There's ball. There's 4,000 college soccer programs. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. How is it that we can't get... It really is. It's an amazingly unique skill set that is that is. Uh, it's a unique skill set, but it's a simple one. It's not... You don't need all these different variations. I agree with that, but it's obviously not as easy as you would think. I'm not even saying that it's easy. I'm just saying It's that crazy it's that there's not more people Not that 32 guys that could do it. At a very very high level where they're always making Because the pay is good. It's great. You can get a college scholarship for it. Are you kidding? Right? Yeah. Every college I mean, program the in the The incentive to be able to do it is insane. Ah, it's, it's a very valid point, but uh, if you've ever tried to kick it and you think like, oh, this is simple. I'll just go do it like they do it. And like mine goes 20 yards. Yeah. It reminds me of a golf swing where 
it's not about how ho- the harder you try to kick it, the worse it's going to be, yeah, or the more inaccurate. That, it's right. it's more of a, a it's solid. A, it's a very hit specific and a... skill. It's a very specific skill. Um, all right, I got a couple of general knowledge things we'll get into for this. Uh, this is the seventy sixth episode of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. I actually tried to do a. I thought we were going to get a song. Yeah, I yeah. had one song in particular. I figured we were going to get as a lead in. I seventy six. Yeah, that's what I was. That's, just, I have it as the close. Oh, okay. So right. you know, I figured, that I figured would we would our... mention it. I, in all honesty, it's just been a hectic week, folks. So I had a lot going on. I didn't have time to do a custom, uh, custom intro for seventy six. We gave you one for seventy five. I think. I don't know. I think I gave you that. Uh, <laughs> we did that country. Rhinestone <laughs> Cowboy. Nineteen seventy five. I don't know what I was thinking. By the way, I want to take this moment to apologize because I made so many mistakes on the Quizzo Trivia podcast last week. So many mistakes. So especially in the sports and talking, I mentioned Rick Meyer being in the same draft class as uh, oh, yeah, okay. uh, I didn't pick Heath Schuler, but it was Trent Dilfer and Heath Schuler that were battling it out for who's going to be the top pick, not Rick Meyer. So I confused, so confused those. Rick Meyer for Trent Dilfer. Correct. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. There about might, the there might have been one or two other blunders that I made that when I listened back to the podcast, I was like, oh, man, you meant to say this and you said that. So okay. for those of you who are smart enough to pick up on those, uh, thank you. Uh, but I apologize. Apologize. Did you ever see that? The, uh, the South Park? Nope. Apologize. Go look it up. Go YouTube. Apologize, South Park. It's, I'll stick with sorry. It's sorry. Sorry. I like that too. Uh, all right, I'm going to ask you this question: What iconic clothing brand, known for their crocodile logo, is producing a variety of endangered species logo shirts for charity? All right. So, let's see here. I got two that come to mind right away. So it's a fifty-fifty here. Is it uh, Izod? Or Lacoste, depending on... I think one is an alligator and the other is a crocodile. Izod uh, is an alligator, if that helps you. So, Lacoste. <laughs> Lacoste. <laughs> correct, yes. That is absolutely correct. Do you like Lacoste as a brand? I don't because I don't wear... I just Ever since the athleisure thing has hit, I think I almost started that whole thing. Because I was doing <laughs> that way before it became a thing. But yeah, I mostly dress uh, for comfort. I don't... You know, if expensive. I have to like, if it's I have nice, to go somewhere for dinner, and I go to wear a collared shirt. I I don't go with Lacoste. I uh, don't know why exactly. When I think of Lacoste, I think of your buddy, the Guru. Oh yeah, he likes. He's he, definitely. He my dad is people. a Lacoste. Guy. Oh, is he? Yeah, he he. That's it, that was his brand my entire life growing up. So I was a polo guy. Yeah, I wear a lot of surf line, like th- those kind of clothing. And then if I have to dress it in a nicer fashion, I usually go with like Banana Republic. It's yeah, just, I am so picky Polo with what I top. wear. Polo be- is my top of the line. Like if I have a, a nicer, you know, collared shirt. Yes, yeah, I'm that's completely a summertime out thing, on Polo, Polo because I don't like cotton anymore. Hmm. Interesting. So uh, I'm just so picky with what I wear. The way things fit, it drives me nuts. Well, almost so, everything now has my uh, team's logo on it. So I just primarily wear Atlantic City FC polos, which are, uh, you know, brandless, that type of thing. So my closet is ridiculous. I have, like, 12 black T-shirts hanging up, uh, four <laughs> black long-sleeve like shirts Marge hanging Simpson. up, and then I have, uh, you know, the same banana button-up shirt ten times and the same banana sweater ten times in different colors. <laughs> yep, that's what I got. I got I've got. i chosen in life to not express myself through fashion. That's pretty much <laughs> I appreciate that. I think that, you know, 
There, there's definitely something to that. I went with the Steve Jobs method of just have the same outfit ten times, and then you don't have to like so sit there easier. and decide what to wear. I can remember the horror of going to high school in the morning and having to put together like an outfit. Oh, I absolutely did not care <laughs> growing up. But uh, oh, see, I wish we had uniforms because I could not stand trying to put clothes together. But these are kind of cool. There's like you know, like a horn antelope. There's like an iguana. You know, they got. Nah, like, it seems like a great idea. Yeah, I'm sure it'll do well. What's the what's the cost of shirt go for? Like eighty bucks, ninety yeah, bucks? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So for a polo, I gotta feel that material. It's just that, it is. That it's very soft. Though. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I only like this like blended cottons now and, and stuff. Like, yeah, I basically like a sport tech. That's, that's yeah, like, like that's what I like. Wear people like, oh, it's a black T-shirt. I was like, this T-shirt I wear is thirty-eight dollars. Like, because the material is phenomenal. So yeah, it's so, so comfortable. You can't sweat on it. You can't. It's it's light and airy. I love it. It's the best. All right, what do you got for me? I got one more uh, general knowledge, and we could uh, move on to some sports. Got a lot in the sports world this week. Did Always you, a lot at the beginning uh, of the football season. All right, I, I like this is interesting because it relates to something we've talked about before. What billionaire is weighing a twenty twenty um, reelection or an election? What would you call it? A, a run for the Democratic bid. primary? Uh, a bid? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be Bloomberg, right? Yeah, Bloomberg. Yeah, yeah. Sure, he's bored, and he's got political experience, and he's got all the money in the world. So. All right, so this is why I think it's funny. Remember when John Kerry and George W. Bush were running against each other? Mm-hmm. And I brought up the fact that these guys were the, like fraternity brothers right. in college. Right. And these are your two choices. Like This is where we're guy. at with the, it's the same you're, guy. You're, you're going for the same guy. They were yeah. fraternity brothers. Sure. Well, now it's like you have a billionaire New Yorker against who's the, the president— no, you're going to have a billionaire, billionaire New Yorker who's going to be running mayor. against him. So, I, I mean, I hope he gets it. I think it'll be an awesome race, Trump versus Bloomberg. I, I think there's a— And there's no way he won't get the nomination if he decides to go after it. Well, I think Bloomberg would have an excellent chance at beating Trump. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think he's the guy who could do it if— Because he's definitely a centrist Democrat. Well, right, that's, but that's the beauty of it. Um, but he's and a lot also, of Trump people who are tired of Trump's antics and the way that they feel like he makes the you know. sure. And the other thing, <laughs> did you see is, what he said to Spain? <laughs> <laughs> complaining about to the whole country. What did he say to the whole country of Spain? Spain's complaining because a lot of uh, refugees from Africa are crossing over the Mediterranean Sea and into Spain, and they're having a big problem with it. So he recommended to them to build a wall across the Sahara Desert. Oh my. God. <laughs> I got a solution. <laughs> you know what worked for me when I was campaigning? Build, build a wall. wall across the Sahara. So Spain. He's like Kramer. It's like <laughs> levels, Jerry. Levels. Build a wall across the Sahara. Oh, my desert. God. All right. Well, I'm going to try to keep this a lot lighter than conversation about politics because I've just had enough. I'm trying to literally tune out of everything political. I can't listen to it anymore. It's just too much noise on all sides. I'm, I'm, I don't know how I managed to do just the right amount because I don't watch those 24-hour news. I don't really actually even like believe half the news anyway, so I, sure. I don't pay attention to those 24-hour news stations and stuff. I don't watch those political talk things, so no. I just managed to find the right amount that keeps me like interested. Right. And then I, I've seen how those, uh, I've seen how those things are created, and it's just such a 
people don't recognize it's they're not making the news. They're making a television program. Right. That's it's how exactly they're doing right. it. They're not interested if there's in no the longer news. the journalism we had back in no. the eighties where no. people were that doesn't you know, exist. bound to it doesn't exist because all it's of all the news it is outlets it's just, all, it's right. Opinions. And all of those news outlets are using formulas that are based on marketing, that are based yes, on what their sponsors want, and they're all my own corporations. They have ratings. no they have no genuine journalistic interests at heart. They're not even trying to pretend anymore. They are an entertainment entity yeah. trying to sell you what their sponsors are helping sell you. Exactly. That's it. It's all it comes exactly down. what it so is. Not... So I just don't tune into it. Right. Um, and it's, it's hard to it's hard to know where to stop. So I, I'm trying to come up with light questions. Uh, and one of the things that I've you know tried to do a little bit more focus on is what trends are happening with that. What are really funny things that happen on the Internet that are good, that are, you know, organic type things and, and that uh, that become very, very popular in pop culture. So this one just came across my radar, and I made the question super easy so that anybody can guess at it, even if they didn't see it. But millions of people have seen this, and I don't know if you have or not. But I got to give it up because tell me if I'm wrong. Michigan, in your estimation, is one of the greatest states in the United States. Where's Michigan? See, well, right. You know I love Michigan. I know you love Michigan. So, I do, too. I have a huge fondness for Michigan. If we're talking about the greatest states... I'm talking about like go... in terms of some of the people you've met coming out of there. More uh, yeah, well, like I, mean, I love the, the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. So and Michigan's one of the best. Yeah, no, I mean I think overall Michigan is probably what a top ten. St- I mean, probably I without so. much argue to it, right? It's, it's got to be. A it's top got 10 state. it's got a bad rep because of Detroit, but Detroit is such oh, a Flint fine and idea. Detroit. Yeah, yeah they they. Yeah, it's a bad area. But New Jersey's the same way. Patterson, we, we Newark, do terrible with Camden. Our, yeah, right. our so, cities are terrible. Right, but everything else is is awesome. Like right. if you go to different areas, and I think Michigan's the same way. So. ID cards, yearbook pictures, or class photos, students at North Farmington High School in Michigan set the internet buzzing with custom versions of what? And what are the choices? The choices are ID cards, yearbook pictures, or class photos. Yearbook pictures? ID cards. Okay. So, so they get to design so, their own. No. So here's what they did, okay? They said that they could dress up. So the students all got together, and this is every student in the high school, and they all plotted out to do basically lookalikes in their ID cards imitating something else. So one student would pick Kim Kardashian. One student would pick uh, freaking uh, Veruca Salt from – and they would do, like, full cosplays, uh, you know, where they're they're looking at, uh, you know – Oh, for their ID to, cards? For their ID cards. And what came out is unbelievable. So you have hundreds and hundreds of students who did this, and they just get funnier and funnier and funnier, like, the more you look at them. And they all put up Twitter profiles, and they all – and, like, you go look at it, and every one of these students' things is, like, 108,000 retweets and, you know, 260,000, and they're brilliant. Um, oh, yeah? Oh. Uh, I'll get you my, my favorites. No, that did not come across my radar. Okay. A lot of things that go on the social media the past – by I mean, me without me so uh, so here's uh, so these are just the seniors for starters okay so uh-huh. not the rest of the school but this is on CBS so it made it to you know to the to the major networks so you got like All right, Princess, so I can see that's the dude from, ran Hogwarts right is that Dumbledore yeah Dumbledore and those are so there's Princess bad ones Leia. and good ones the girl from Breakfast at Tiffany's yeah that's great uh that's uh Audrey Hepburn yeah there's uh What's the Disney? Princess Leia and uh, Moana? No, it's not. There is a Moana. Sure. But, but this is, uh, what's that little character's name? God. 
This is a trivia question. What, 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 what movie? What movie is it from? I can't see. You got it on the smallest TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting next to a 60 inch TV, and you've got it on. Uh... This is a valid point. I'm pretty sure we can uh, put it on the big one too. Should be able to. Moana, there we go. Moana, make way. Um, no, no signal. All right, so that's so good news. my prediction is that now every school will do this. I I hope not, but it was it was pretty uh, pretty brilliant. That Lilo and Stitch. There you go. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's what I don't know are. that one. Oh, is that the alien? Is Lilo and Stitch about an alien or something? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. A little okay. Disney alien. Yeah, or my whatever kids don't else. like that. One. But like they got pretty, uh, they got pretty, you know. <laughs> There's, uh, that is funny. Oh, it's great, and, and it's a great scroll through. Like this is the kid from Sandlot, Sandlot, Hermione, Garth, <laughs> two girls, Good Burger. Did you ever see Good Burger? Yeah, it's, you know. All right, because like my cousins love that movie, but I, I've never, I don't. I've find never it, seen I don't it. find it as funny. But you know, like characters from The Office, Tanner, Olsen twins. You know, yeah, it's good. Impossible. I don't know. So it's worth a look. Yeah, it's funny. And uh, good on you, Michigan kids, because you're, you're keeping it light. And you're making me think uh, there's a future here. This next group's not the millennials, right? They got something else. Like if you're in high school right now. Yeah, the millennials are the ones that are just, just impossible. They're like a decade older, right? Yeah. Like what? So what's this group called? Do they have a name yet? I don't know. We're, we're going to call I them the custom the, ID kids. They call kids. themselves the Z, Generation Z, because it was like... X, then Y, and then Z. No, I don't think that's it. Can we start back at A? Can they be Generation A? Well, the millennials end at what point? I have no idea. Got to be within the latest. So if you grew up around the millennium, so you figure if you were born, I'm going to say millennials go from like 1990 to 2010. So like the last eight years. No, millennials, they're saying 81 to 96. Okay. So 22 to 37 years, or 22 to 37 years okay, old. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, so we were just before them. We're part of, uh, we're part of, uh, X, Generation right? X. Yep, 65 to 80. Yeah. Nothing better than Generation X. Well, the greatest generation. Yes. Was the, the greatest generation. The silent then generation. Then you had the baby boomers the, who just. To suck this country for everything that they could possibly get out of it. Then you got And us. then they gave birth to the millennials. Right. Right. So and thanks a lot, that whole generation. But right. Generation X in the middle is awesome. We're, and then now this next generation is going to be great. We're trying to fix all your crap. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The baby boomers gave us the millennials. Generation X is giving you this next this generation. This next generation. So maybe this will be Generation Y. Yeah. That would yeah, make sense. I don't know. That makes sense. I, I don't know what they're called yet, but. Yep. Well, I'm all for it. So uh, let's move on. You got uh, one more in general knowledge. We'll do sports. Yeah, sure. I got more. Uh, Okay. Do you know there's something called Divorce Online? You ever heard of this? Fantastic. (laughs) Divorce Online. So you can order like Chick-fil-A, your Starbucks, and you can get a divorce. I haven't checked it out, but I saw this report from them. And apparently it's popular because this year alone, they have received 200 petitions blaming what video game? Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, I re- I read something very recently about them declaring. <laughs> like, isn't this for kids? An epidemic. Fortnite? I mean, these are grown ups are now. Oh, people are obsessed with it. I I won't get it or play it because I'm scared I'm gonna <laughs> like it, and I don't have the time. 
Like, I mean, I mean, the sports games that I like to play for me are my mental challenges. My 10-year-old nephew plays Fortnite. Yeah. Did you see the guy that got arrested? The 45, I think it was 45-year-old guy from Long Island. He got arrested for threatening to kill an 11-year-old over losing to him at Fortnite. Fair enough. <laughs> like the cops came and arrested him. Yeah, I, you, you can't threaten a minor regardless of what the forum is that you're doing it. And like, If you're letting your minor play video games with a 45-year-old, they'd expect he's going to get threatened. Well, also, you should be held accountable. This should it's be, a video uh, game. Yeah, but this, you should not be held. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm if you're saying playing as a, a, I'm saying as a uh, parent, you shouldn't be letting your 11-year-old play oh, a right, violent right. video game <laughs> where you're shooting people. I'm saying this 45-year-old got out of hand, maybe, but the fact that they arrested the guy. I mean, <laughs> playing a video game. I mean, it's not actually gonna. Kill right. Him. <laughs> it's, I, uh, although I don't know the details of the threat. Yeah, the, but anyway, I, I haven't played the game, and I don't, and I've seen it. I know exactly how it's played, and it's you know like sort of a first-person uh, shooter game or a third-person shooter game. But you build these complicated structures to try to hide out and, and snipe people, and you have all these different drops and weapons. Well, think and about whatever. the support group though for this. It's like you go, and it's like you know the single wives, and it's like oh my husband, the, this he was cheating done. on me for ten years. I mean, Fortnite's been around for ten months. But before it Your was Fortnite, it was can't... World of Warfare or it was League of <laughs> Legends. There were so many of these. Like we read about that story a long time ago about that dude. You know, you knew somebody who would just go go home play. You know, a specific yeah. You would eat his dinner right? in front just, of. Like, the TV. Wanna... We're talking about like a guy with a family and all who's just right. coming home from work and playing yeah. video well, games. So what we're talking about is a guy with a family who doesn't want to be stuck home with his family. So he's finding an outlet <laughs> for it. Wow. <laughs> what an incredibly Welcome novel to thing. how the NFL never... became a multi-billion dollar yeah, business. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's, uh, it's, it's absurd. All right, let's uh, move on to our sports round. I have a couple of doozies for you. And I know you're a particular fan of this every single time it comes out. Uh, so I assume you might have seen the list. So I'm going to try to ask you some trivia about the list and see if you can answer it. So All that's right. a good one. Which two states have two of the top ten most valuable NFL franchises as listed by Forbes? All right. So what about that? Which two states have two of the top ten most valuable NFL franchises as listed by Forbes? All right. So the one is easy. It's got to be Texas. Wrong. Wow. I can't incredible? believe the Texans are not one of their They're ten. not top ten, and that's why it's a great question, because a couple of the states Jeez. that have two, you would figure, well, Cowboys I'll, I'll are one. I'll tell you, something happened to the Texans brand, because like you said, I'm a fan of these lists and stuff. I've yep. seen this before, and I remember that the Texans were on there at a high number. All right, so New York. New York. And we go in with, I'm going to pass on Florida. So if I'm wrong, tell me now. No, you're right. Oh, you know what? Son of a bitch. Yeah. There's three. Yeah, the Texans, right? The Texans are in the yeah. top ten. Yeah, there's three. So we're going to revise the question on air. And So there's three. So I've got New York. Yep. I've got Texas. And... Which three states have two of the top ten most valuable NFL franchises? So you've got two already. I know the obvious is, is California, and I'm just... Talking to myself. Well, what are you between? Between California and what? Well, no, I, I, I eliminated Florida. I'm just trying to think if there's any other state with multiple. There's one other that I think would be in consideration. It's a dark horse. You wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, but then when you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Hmm. 
That's interesting. I think I'm going to move this to a number 10 and give 30 points for all three. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so to finish out the question, I'll just say California. It is. It okay. is California. And it's the Rams and the Niners. Okay. That are, that are two of the most... Uh, yeah, so the Rams, that's where I was... I wasn't thinking the Rams would be that val- valuable because they've recently moved and all, but I guess because of the L.A. brand. Yeah. But then the Chargers, to me... Forbes has the Rams as the fourth most valuable franchise. It's because right, they're in L.A. Yeah, right behind uh, the Giants and San Fran's number six. So the Giants are number three and the Jets are number eight. Texans are number nine and Cowboys are number one. But there's one other that has a top ten team. And then, like, number 11 is also in the state. All right, well, I would think that, okay, so you're talking about D.C. No, because that wouldn't count. Okay. All right, I I missed what you were explaining then. Say it one more time. There is a top ten team in this state, uh, but then there's another team in this state that's right out of the top ten. Might be like eleven or twelve most valuable franchise. Really? Yes. So one of them squeaked in at number ten, and then the other one's right on the outskirts. That's why I made it. I thought it's such an interesting question because people would be guessing this state. Man, why can't I? Why am I having a hard time coming up with this state? Um. Two very, very old franchises. See, I would think Florida would be the hard one. Two very old franchises. Yep, two very old franchises. They oh, were... oh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, absolutely. So the Eagles are number 10. They just cracked the top 10. This and the year Steelers the aren't. And the Steelers are not. It's so hard to believe. They're right on the outside. I would think, that, to me, the Steelers is the number two brand in, in, the NFL, in the NFL. Right, but as far as their value by Forbes, they're right at the outside of the top 10. That's why So I is it because a... there's not enough like Fortune 500 companies in Pittsburgh that they can't get enough money? Could like how how could they possibly not be in the top ten? I don't. Well, how I, laughable is it the Texans are worth more than the Steelers? That's it, laughable. Laughable man. Ha. Um, ha. But it's a great question though, right? Even though yeah. I I didn't ask it correctly at first. Yeah, give but them that's two for ten, all three for twenty. Out. They don't they don't need to be ten points each. Give them two for ten, all three for twenty on that. Yep, that's what we're doing. All right, cool. All right, let's see. What do I have for you in the world of sports? Uh, who set an NFL record by throwing 10 touchdowns in the first two weeks of the season? Mahomes! Don't you people have Mahomes? Mahomes. Yeah, I, I pretty much called it with this kid. I told you oh, last you, year. You told me when he was in Texas. I, I said. You've been talking about this guy for years. I told you that I wanted the Jets to take him number six, and you're like, that's too early. Oh, yeah. You should, I was like, no, man, he is the perfect quarterback. And Andy Reid moved up to get him because he's got the best arm I've ever seen. You know what's great? The Bears gave up a king's ransom for to Trubisky. move up to take Trubisky, and they could have had Holmes right there. Holmes and Deshaun Watson, right there. Both of them <laughs> far better players than Trubisky. Could you imagine you're dragging Tr- Trubisky around and you could have had Patrick Mahomes? Like, what are you? Just leave it's, your keys. Leave the keys to your office that, at the that door. That GM is and get still the there. Hell it's, out it's of here. Ryan Pace, and oh that's why God. he traded for Khalil Mack because he's oh, like, he's if, do I don't, if I don't do something huge, I'm not going to have a job next year because Mahomes is going to be following me around forever. And they, they not only that. <laughs> here's the irony. You know the head coaches of the Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy. You know what his yeah. job was last year? Yeah. He was Offensive the coordinator for yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So you could have had Mahomes, and then you could have brought over Nagy. the same offensive mind to use him. 
And like if you got if you watch those guys play, they're not playing the same sport. No, no, they're not even. He, it's, he, it's it's like Brett Favre Jr. out there versus a kid who's now, just gonna, way over his he's head. He's gonna be. He's going to have growing pains because he's a gunslinger. He's going to have turnovers. It's not going to all be six touchdowns every single game. Well, he did but go the, on the road to the Chargers yeah, and on the, the road di- The difference to is the for Steelers his situation and everybody else's, an they have the offensive line. They have the probably oh, the second listen, or third best offensive line. He's loaded with weapons. And he's got but, guys that are going to just run by you all day long. So he's got the team around But this around is what him. I heard about him. Accuracy issues? Yes. Okay, last week, how many touchdown passes did he have? Six. How many incomplete passes? Four. Five. Five, right. He threw more touchdowns than incomplete passes. He's incredibly accurate. I told you it was all BS. <laughs> the system he was in was BS. None of it mattered. What matters is— Isn't there multiple guys that had to transfer from Texas Tech yes. because of him? I, and you're Baker talking about, Mayfield. You're talking about number one picks Davis in the NFL Webb. Draft. Both of them had to flee Texas Tech because of Patrick Mahomes. That's what I'm telling you. I told you this story— that there is a link between them because he was so good, he got Baker Mayfield off the team, who won the job as the only walk-on freshman, true freshman, in the history of that conference. He's the o- Baker Mayfield won the job as the only walk-on freshman ever in the history of their conference, and within a year... Mahomes showed up. Mahomes showed up. So Baker went to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Not a bad program. No, and won a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, so Oklahoma will take your backup off you. Pretty good, pretty good quarterback. This kid, right? It's, and his numbers were the thing is the Big Twelve. It's so hard to judge because those numbers are just there's certain so things I love insane quality wise are. that mean a lot to me for a professional athlete. And one of the key ones is if you're the kid of a professional it, athlete, it, it seems to help. It Steph really Curry's does. pretty good at basketball. Jared Goff, like you just the kid grew up in a professional environment. He knows what that Kobe life is. It, right, is very profe- it seems to translate. It does, and especially like you get a major league pitcher. And a kid who was a baseball player his whole life also, I think that helps. McCaffrey. You know, you just you see these guys, they just seem to Jamal have Jamal Adams. A, a tremendous his dad was George Adams yeah. for the Giants forever. He bet his dad when he was fifteen years old a hundred thousand dollars that he would be drafted higher than his dad. His dad was a, the first first round pick twenty one in the draft. And how much did he bet him? hundred grand. Wow, that's funny. And his dad refused to pay. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. When he, when Adams won the bet because he was pick six in the draft, George Adams was quoted as saying, "I raised that kid. I'm not paying him shit." <laughs> but wow, that is Jamal was cool with it. So George Adams was a legendary Giants player. So not only did they draft the kid, you know, who was the son of uh, a great NFL player, but in the same market. So you know, that's you look for those things. I can't be too upset because I'll take the combination of Adams and Darnold. You know what I mean? Like oh, versus... you can't be upset if you got Darnold. You, you got your guy. It's but just, I also got my You can be upset guy. if you're the Bears and yes. you got Mitchell. Yes, because you, you paid a king's ransom. We paid a couple of second-round picks to get Darnold. How long do you TV. give is he, it's like How long do you give guys Mitchell, nowadays? Mitchell, four years. That long? Cause I, well, I could see him. Like, he just doesn't. There's no chance. No. Four it's years, already over. Four years from now, he will be the... Guy, do they decide to exercise the fifth year on his option? Because yeah, like, they're gonna like be Paxton Lynch, you got to give him credit. They were like, "This guy stinks." Stinks. Okay, we moved up, we got him. I I think it's worth it to to a certain extent. If you don't have your quarterback in the NFL, you got nothing. Nothing. So whatever you got to spend to get the guy, but when there's four guys in a draft and you're moving up to get who your number one is, and he turns out to be. Number four. Unusable. Right. Unusable. <laughs> it's unusable. Cuttable. Right, right. Cuttable after then, two years. He right. can't, I don't even think he's signed yet with another team as a backup. Paxton Who, Paxton Lynch? Lynch? Yeah. 
In this Madden no, game, he stays a free agent play. for basically every year. I can't play football. Right, it's not good. It's, yeah, he's done. But it's when, I watch, Brock when, I watch Mi- when I watch Mitchell, I'm like, it's it's over, guys. It's just you, no chance. This this guy is uh, – who is that quarterback for oh, – he's Christian Ponder. Yeah. You knew it. That's, right what, I, that's what I they say. They stuck with him for three seasons, and you're like, this guy, he's got he's, no chance. He's not going to be yeah. anything special. He's, yeah, Blaine he's... Gabbert. How long did it take? What, one drive – Watching yeah, Blaine Gabbert Trubisky will have a 10-year career in the NFL the same way Mark Sanchez got, had a 10-year yeah, career. Because he got drafted high. That's and right. And he'll just be a backup. People, and people keep giving say, him chances. Okay, that well, is, that is crazy, right? Sanchez is in year 10 or year 9. Yeah, see, Leinart got out of that because he got a job in the booth. And he wasn't even good enough to be a backup. Right. Those lefties. You saw the uh, the Browns ran the Philly Philly last night, right? The Philly special? Yeah, the Philly special. I didn't see they that. Got it. So the Jets stopped them on a two-point conversion and then got called for offsetting penalties. That was one of the two uh, unsportsmanlike What was the conducts. score at this point in the game? Uh, that made it 14-12. So the Browns scored a okay. touchdown. It's 14-12. They go for two. Okay. They didn't get it. They okay, didn't, see, didn't get see it. That. And there were two offsetting penalties. And that was one of them was a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. Right. So that get th- that got them a second chance at the two point conversion. They ran the Philly Philly, and it was J- uh, Jarvis Landry, the Philly to, special, Philly special. Right. Yeah, Jarvis Landry to uh, Baker Mayfield for the two point conversion. Oh wow! So Baker Mayfield now, in his did last he, college did, game. Did Here's somebody a great pitch stat. it to him. So who did the ball get snapped to? The ball got snapped to Duke Johnson. Okay. He pitched it, it to Jarvis Landry on an end around. Oh, Mayfield man. flanked out wide as a receiver, and Landry hit him wide open. Nobody was covering him. Uh, and it was re- Landry's a lefty, so it was done to the opposite side. All right, so not a touchdown though. So Des Bryant still the last player to throw a left-handed touchdown. Touchdown, in the right, NFL. right, right. So, but Landry's a lefty for those <laughs> who don't know. But what's crazy about this is here's an interesting stat: Baker Mayfield caught a touchdown pass in his last game at Oklahoma. So in his last game at Oklahoma and his first game in the NFL, he's caught a touchdown. So his last game conversion. at Oklahoma was against Georgia, yeah. right? In that like fifty to fifty yep. game that was. Yeah, they ran, Crazy they, they they ran a trick and... play, and he caught a touchdown pass in that game. Um, all right. So did you just ask me that, or was that? I uh, don't want you people have Mahomes. Oh, yeah, that's answer. right. Okay, good. Uh, who did Bucks quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick dress as during a recent postgame press conference? Okay, I think I sent you a picture of it when I first saw it. but uh, I, think, I, didn't I, realize... I think I sent you a picture of it. I had it, like, immediately. All right, so I didn't know he was specifically dressing as... Because when I saw it, I thought he was dressing like Conor McGregor, but it, yes, it is Conor McGregor. Oh, yes. Okay, because then I had heard that it was he was they used Deshaun Jackson's clothes. Is that, Des- is that what it was? Deshaun Jackson's jacket and okay. gold chains <laughs> to dress up to like dress Conor up McGregor? like Conor McGregor. Okay. Yeah, that is funny. Dude, that uh, was hilarious. He what looks exactly like him. <laughs> exactly like <laughs> him. <laughs> so Might funny. have been the greatest thing I've ever seen in my so entire funny. life. What's even uh, funnier is okay, so they were. Uh, there's this trend now, I don't know if you've seen this, but this trend of having an item that you present the player when they have a turnover. Yeah, the turnover chain in Miami, University of Miami is what I think of. So a follow-up question to that, because I knew you would get the Ryan Fitzpatrick. We talked about it. I just wanted to bring it up on the air. <laughs> True or false, a college program has introduced the turnover chainsaw. Oh, no. <laughs> true. It is true. <laughs> oh, man. Is it up north in Minnesota? I'll, I'll tell you the uh, University of Minnesota. It's Oregon State. Oregon State. <laughs> yeah, the Oregon State. The Oregon State Beavers. chainsaw. The, they have the turnover chainsaw. Like that's upping it, right? 
what I want to do is I want to get my Elon Musk flamethrower that I haven't claimed yet and then donate it to a college football program, possibly Syracuse. And okay. we'll have the turnover flamethrower. Well, speaking of Syracuse, how about that win? First time since 1966 that the wow. Orange have beat Florida State. And they didn't just beat them. They whooped them. They whooped them. Well, the thing is, Syracuse doesn't have much of a defense, but their offense is exactly what they hired this guy, Babers, who was an Oklahoma guy. Uh, then he went into uh, a bunch of different smaller programs as the head coach. I think Bowling Green was the last one before he came to Syracuse. But he turned that in team into an offensive juggernaut because he's got this very easy spread offense and it's impossible to stop. And you get a running quarterback, it's absolutely deadly. It won't work in the NFL, but in college, it's it's fantastic. And honestly, if you're a Syracuse fan, that's exactly what you want to see. Just exciting. Oh, anything. Anything. Right. At least we've had a marquee win the last couple of years, but man, to beat Florida Didn't we State. beat a number one last Clemson. year? Clemson. Yeah. yeah, so like this guy's got the program going in the right direction. We did beat Clemson without their quarterback, but still, I mean. <sighs> Whatever. Their third string quarterback is probably better than, you know, most guys. It's kind of hard to believe that Clemson lost that game, but if you think about it, because. Well, it's I think it's a karma thing because they want to be orange and they're the Tigers and it's like, <laughs> screw you. Like our our mascot is a giant orange. They just seem to get these defensive us. linemen, Clemson, somehow. That Ugh, just you know how like some teams team. like the receivers. linebacker you. Yeah, they're a receiver you. Go look at how many great receivers they have and, in the and NFL. And defensive linemen. Yes. Now some are underwhelming though, like Shaq uh, Lawson. Yeah, you don't like from him? Buffalo. I don't know. He spent his whole first season injured. I haven't seen anything out of him that makes me think he's going to be like a stud. I, I loved him in college. Yeah, I did too. All right, what else you got? Let's see. Okay. Who are the oldest two running backs in the NFL? Frank Gore and Frank Gore. Um, Frank Gore has got to be one of them. I mean, Frank Gore is one of them. He's the oldest. Yeah, fine. But I can't ask that because it's too easy. Right, much too By easy. By the way, did you see where he is on the all-time rushing list? Yeah, I think four now. Yes. Four. He just passed yeah. Curtis Martin yep. uh, against the Jets. So, yeah, I saw it happen. So, like, when your grandkids are sitting on your lap, will you be telling them stories of getting to see the great Frank Gore? No, because no, he never had an all. exciting game. It, here's Frank Gore's stat line for every single game he ever played. 22 rushes, 88 yards. Yeah, I mean, it, it's is the number four rusher all time. Right. It's just insanely consistent. It goes against my it, – it's, it, it's relative I've, to my Eli Manning an, argument. I've deemed like him Eli an injury risk the... for 11 years. <laughs> 11 straight seasons, I'm like, I can't draft him. He's an injury risk. Yeah, and, and I, honestly, I hope he doesn't go into the Hall of Fame because, you know. Oh, Frank Gore's going to the Hall I, of Fame. I know, but I, he's not a Hall of Famer to me. He, he's the least sexy Hall of Famer ever, but Curtis Martin was much the same way. So, I agree. You know, I agree. Curtis Martin was not exciting either. He was just consistent. So, But Curtis Martin did put up, like, there was Big, points there, in time. There was like a three, four-year period where, where he, he ran for 1,400 yards, yeah, yeah. and he played for great teams, yeah. and, you know, there no, was some true. memory he, he, of... He was the, the pinnacle of that Jets Frank team. Frank Gore's been like when a backup When we had Testaverde and Keyshawn and Wayne Corbett and Curtis career. Martin's best offense we ever had. So we had a great offensive line. It just had all the pieces. I could still name that entire team. Kevin Maway and Jason Fabini. Like it was that was the best jet team I ever saw. All right, before you make your your guess at the running back. I think I, I, I think I know. I it. do have an argument against Eli Manning for the Hall of Fame. He hasn't been because good in five we, years. Not as he not only has he not been good in five years, I can make an argument he's the worst quarterback besides Mitch Trubisky in the NFL right now. Okay, so think of one th guy you is, would rather. This is the this is the question I have for you. Since 2013, what quarterback has thrown the most interceptions in the NFL? Eli. Not only is it Eli, what's the gap on second place? 
I'd say he's got a hundred and twenty percent more. Any guess who second place is? Second place is also won a Super Bowl. And, and I honestly don't think of I don't think of interceptions as being such a great judge of how bad a guy is, especially since my favorite player of all time <laughs> is uh that was him after getting hit in a game this week. I was say he's the worst quarterback. Yeah, but you almost but take don't Mitch draft... because maybe there's a chance Mitch could get good because he's so young. But, but by all means, don't draft Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's not going to haunt but you for. How could you be the worst court? Like, you know, when John Elway retired, he was a top five quarterback. When Peyton retired, he was bad, but he won a Super Bowl that year. Eli is the worst quarterback in the NFL. You can't go in the Hall of Fame. Being the worst quarterback in the NFL. Uh, number two in uh, Cam Ren Newton. Nope. Doesn't throw the ball enough. No, I told you this guy also won a Super a Bowl. So, oh, oh yeah, won a Super Bowl. Breeze? Nope. I wouldn't think that. Russ? Nope. That's a good guess, though. Not a lot of guys have won a Super Bowl. Nope. Not a lot of guys have won a Super Bowl. This guy has. Can't be Brady. It is definitely not Brady. Can't be Aaron Rodgers. Definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Those guys don't throw picks. Nope. Because they throw like five a year. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, right. They're like the opposite. This guy right. is a pick machine. Uh, Breeze throws a little bit more picks than I think you would know, than you would think, but certainly not. This guy's a pick machine. Pick machine. And he's fantasy irrelevant despite always. Well, he's not Nick Foles. He plays every single year. He's the undisputed starter. Oh, gosh. How did it take me so long to get this? Joel Flacco. Joel Flacco. So Eli, or Flacco has thrown I just 75 picks. I can't wrap my head around that Flacco won a Super Bowl. Right. How many years is it going to take for me to actually <laughs> accept that? That that could be the worst. Yeah. That. Oof. How did he win a Super Bowl? So, Talk about a guy's career after a Super Bowl just pl- plummeting. <laughs> I mean, not I mean, he just wise. got paid, and then not contract for, wise, again. he got paid. Did he get paid? Well, he th- he's thrown since 2013 75 interceptions. Okay, which again, like comparatively speaking, I think Aaron Rodgers was 31 since 2013. Yeah, I, look, it, I looked tough up, to like, compare against. Yeah, but I'm taking. I'm giving guys. you this, this yeah, yeah, scope yeah, yeah, yeah. of great for so twice not as great. many. So now, what's Eli at? Hundy. Nah, he's at 85. Okay. But 10 more than Flacco, who was like 11 more than the guy behind him. Right, well, I would say Flacco is the 30th. Like, right now. Yeah. If you could pick anybody, who do you pick, Flacco or Eli? Flacco. Yeah, me too. And he's I can't younger. think of anybody worse. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, who, who's worse? Go around the league. Go, Literally every single I dare team. you. Name somebody worse. Uh, Tannehill? Sam Bradford. I'd take, uh, okay. Eli, I'd take Eli See, in, I wouldn't go with – I would take – see, when I look at – to me, Rosen, Rosen is the guy. Sure, because at this stage in your career, you would rather have Rosen than yeah. Eli at 37. Rosen will be there 22. in a matter of days. It's Weeks. just – yeah, so no, I don't I – don't, Bradford's a backup. I don't even count. I don't even count him. Right, so, you know, in the West, there's no question. Everybody's better. Um, in, in terms of the NFC West, you'd rather have Goff. You'd rather have Garoppolo. You'd rather have Russell Wilson. You know, yeah. So that's that's all I can. In the think South, of. it's not even. In close. the Central, it's not even close. You'd rather have all of those guys, including Stafford. It's not even close. Yeah, the South is not even. Well, close. Trubisky is the one guy, but because Tampa of Bay. his youth, oh. Tampa Bay. I'm not oh, taking Fitzpatrick over Eli. Now, oh, I, today in a, in a heartbeat. Today, yes, but in terms of like, you can't be like, oh my god, well they're so far apart. But Jameis, probably take close. Jam. I take Jameis and I take Fitzpatrick. I would take Tampa's backup and their starter that's over good point. Eli. Well, the way they're playing right now, you can't argue. Um, 
Tannehill? That, yeah, he's twenty. I have him about twenty. I don't know. Is Tannehill as bad as? I mean, he beat us last. That's as, what I mean. So is he as bad as? I know his reputation is that he's bad, but is he as bad as his reputation? I I don't know. I just think he didn't. He hasn't lived up to the seventh overall pick in the draft because yeah. he's kind of like the twenty first, twenty second quarterback yeah. all the time. I still think he's better than Eli. Yeah, I, I do too. I'd he's rather have too. Josh. I'd rather have Josh Allen than Eli. Sure. You know, Darnold Brady, no brainers. Uh, Washington, you'd probably rather have Smith than Eli. Been much much better. <laughs> not, even clo- not even close. I think Smith is top sixteen. You're not. Even, you're you're absolutely right. This Eli's is not, the worst quarterback. He's in the, the worst NFL. starting quarterback in the NFL. So you can't go to the Hall of Fame if you're when the worst quarterback you're starting in the NFL. and you're the worst yeah. starting quarterback. That's in my the argument. NFL. And I think I just got you. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh, you think I want? You, you think I'm excited to have Eli? No, but we've talked about it before, and you're on this side that Eli is a slam dunk Hall of Famer, and and, and mo- many people have said two time Super Bowl MVP. You know, it's it's it, almost I, a guarantee. I don't know that, that your in. argument is a negating factor. It just he's going to he, compile the numbers as far as yardage and touchdowns, and he's a two time Super Bowl MVP. And he, that's he doesn't people... deserve it, but he's going in. That's all I'm telling you. Right. He, does, he might not deserve it, but that's a different argument. So. All right, uh, this is perfect segue for my last question. How many players have caught passes from both Manning brothers? Zero, three, six, or eight. So in their careers, caught a pass from each of the Mannings. Zero players, three players, six players, or eight players? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. That is a great question. Um, I wrote it myself. And the numbers are odd, though. We made it difficult. Zero, three... Six or eight. But these are players that have caught a pass from both of them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, zero done it, three done it, six done it, or eight done it. So mm-hmm. four-point multiple choice. I'm just going to say zero because I can't remember anybody else on both teams. Three. Okay. And the latest one was Cody Latimer. Uh, who I wouldn't know. Cody Latimer was a Denver Bronco drafted from the University of Indiana. You know what? I was only round. thinking of Colts, too. I should have thought of Broncos. Broncos. Who are the, you got the other two? Uh, uh, yes, they're not. Uh, the Scrubs, right? Oh, yeah. That, that, uh, that's, that's why I couldn't think of anybody, so I went with zero. Even though the, the, the numbering of that question made me think that zero was not the answer. Well, Wells, oh, well, that's an interesting one. Uh, I'm going to save that for a different week. But uh, there's also players that have caught a pass from uh, both uh, Brady and Manning. So that's an, that's another the good Manning. I don't even have the other two. So, I, but I know there are two others okay. mentioned during the broadcast. So, oh, you uh, never guessed at the oldest running back besides Gore. Oh, I I thought I gave you uh, Peterson, Adrian Peterson. Nope. Oh, okay. So I'm wrong. Who's who's older than AP? I just should ch- I should check this because AP was out of the league at one point, and I'm not a hundred percent sure because uh, he does seem like he would be older than this guy. So AP is how old is he? I think he's thirty three. No, he's that old. He was uh, born in eighty five. Okay, yeah, you're right. He's thirty three. Yep. Uh, I think you might have got me on this. That's why we edit these things uh, on the show. Live time. You're hearing nope, the... Nope, I'm right. Hey, good for this guy. 35. So he's Jesus right there God. with Frank Gore. Is he a fullback? Nope. He's 35 years old. Holy crap. There's a second 35-year-old. 
That's why I'm thinking, Jesus, if Gore is 35, man, this guy is right on him. Is he older than Gore? I guess we gotta we gotta think we gotta think about that. All right, Frank Gore was born. Who has just been around for May fourteenth? This fella, June twentieth. So he is a month, one month and six days younger. younger than Frank Gore. Fourth round pick in two thousand and five. Fourth round pick in 2005. Went to Kansas State. Went to Kansas State. How am I not getting this? Career second stringer. Yeah. Third down back of all third down backs. Returns punts. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. God, darn it. How did, it's, Man, I didn't realize he was 35. Yeah. Uh, that's, I figured he was the second a, oldest, and he was like thirty-two. That's, that's so what bad. you said? That's bad. I should have immediately gotten him. I forgot that I had heard how old he was, and I was like, "He's going to be thirty-six. Like he seems like he's fourteen years yeah, old. He doesn't have a ton of miles because he's he spent always so long third. in New Orleans and and San Diego as a San third Diego, down yeah. back. Yeah, he um, was uh, Ladanian Tomlins. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I should have immediately gotten it with Kansas State. But uh, no, that's good. So AP is the third oldest back, probably. I, I was uh, guessing. That's that's our guess. Um, all right, let's move on to geography history. I don't have a whole lot for you in this, but I'm going to start you off with this one. Which senator running for re-election came under fire recently for sending out donation mailers disguised as official county summons? Hmm. Now, I do have the hint of what county summons. That If you want that, I'll tell it to you, but it probably gives it away. All right, let me... This is a reprehensible thing. <laughs> is it, uh... And I have the picture. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Just absolutely ridiculous. Is it Rand Paul? It is not. It is not Rand Paul. You got me. I, I didn't see it. It is Ted Cruz. Oh, boy. So look at this. That is his campaign donator, and it says on the top, official Travis County summons. So he's making he's making you think like you got a summons you got a summons to court and you open it up and it's a request for donation to his campaign. Now I gotta ask you, how is that guy the runner up for the Republican? How bad is the Republican Party that you had Trump you and Cruz that, as your last? If two you guys? saw that, oh, wouldn't you be like, I wouldn't give you a dollar, you rat bastard? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah, like who told that... him it was a good? He'll come out and probably say he had no idea about it. It was his. Oh campaign. no, his campaign said it's not illegal. That was their quote. We're allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, there's God. no. That is unbelievable. I, I, I just I can't understand how that could be a strategy that gets you in. Like I would not only wouldn't give you money. I would if I was going. No, to it's vote just so for arrogant. You, it's just if it's, I, it's if what I it was is. going to vote for being... you, I would not now. Yeah. Like, I don't understand I don't, it. Like, how could that play well with anybody? I mean, who would vote for that guy anyway? Is it just because you're going to open it? Yeah, well, he's, I mean, like Beto O'Rourke is... Like is voting uh, for Grandpa Munster. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> he's just, like, like, the worst human being. Oh. He has the most awkward... His daughter, like, shrilled away from him when he went in for, like, a campaign kiss. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, like, I hate you. I'm going to be in therapy for the rest of my life because of you. But, uh, well, like, I, you know, I just I hope he's not around for the next Republican primary. I'll tell you 
There you go. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, let's see. Where do we go? Okay, gotcha with this one. What country has the most centarians? What country has the most centarians? 70,000 people over the age of 100. It's got to be Japan. Japan. 70,000 people. Yeah, you want and it's becoming an epidemic over there because they don't know. Like, they're just living forever over there. And, you know, retirement ages being what they are, it's like, it is kind of funny. You know, you live 100 years and then you just, you know, like, you become a burden on society <laughs> because they have all these people that are over 100 years old. They don't know what to do with them. I mean, there must be something from a diet standpoint or a medical standpoint that's... Uh... All right, so I've been spending like the last five years researching all these things that what makes people live to be a hundred. Okay, and yeah, it's it's clearly diet is. Are they just eating seafood and nothing else and sushi and all yeah, that? Yeah, a lot of and, and it it makes me sad because I do like red meat, but there's virtually no red meat in their diets, and you know. Yeah, it's gonna kill you. <laughs> you're, we're... Well, I'm down to red meat like once a week. Right. I like to at least say to myself, like I'll either do a burger yeah, or I'm far more into chicken these days. For like me, I used so. to have steak night every week. Right. Now so just... now it's like maybe I'll have a steak every month or so yeah. every two weeks and then I'll do a burger. I've every... tried to cut out like bacon and sausage and any of those things. Cause oh, that is, that is going to kill that, you. Yeah. That I, shit is I'm, definitely, I, I definitely have bacon or sausage at least once a week. Yeah. It's tough. I, I, I don't cut it out completely, but it's, you know, I've tried to, I used to want a bacon, egg, and cheese every day. So yeah, yeah, and that'd be that'd be a typical breakfast. But it's it's definitely, you know, what I'm hoping is that medical science will advance in the next thirty years. So as I get to seventy, they'll have some stuff that'll just clear me full of whatever. They better get going though, because yeah, really not, it doesn't seem like it's, <laughs> it does seem like once you get to a certain age and things start things start. To, nah, it seems like to... half the government's like science, medical. <laughs> We need like in twenty. You gotta I would pray say twenty years. We need some major scientific. And then I was banking on that one company. Did you hear about the the blood testing company? Oh, that went out. Like that was a <laughs> she full was fraud. fraud. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I was banking on her to fix me up. No, no, she can't help she you. Was, she was full of full of it. All right, so uh, this is my next geography history question for you. Out of the top ten hottest places in the world, okay. how many are in the U.S.? So when you say hottest places, yeah, we're it doesn't about have to be city? a city. It could be a spot. It could be a spot. All right, I'll say one. You got it. Death oh. Valley. Death Valley, number one on the list. The hottest place. Isn't in that the... isn't that strange? Crazy. The hottest place in the world is in the U.S. It makes no sense. It's it's amazing to me, and uh, I mean, it has the appropriate nickname, Death Valley. <laughs> sure. Like, do we should we shoot for Quizzo in Death Valley? Like, is there anything going on? Do we ever drive in... through Death Valley, or I, I don't? It's, it's sort of a, a, alluded. I think me. You, I, I, I don't think know where it is. Pass it between. Let's see. Uh, I'm guessing it's somewhere on the ride from L.A. to Phoenix Vegas. or uh, L.A. to Vegas. Is that what it is? I don't know. Uh, We've definitely made that drive before. So. Yeah, but I don't know if we took that route. That would be a scary route to take because that's not where you want to get like, you know, uh, run out of gas, broken down. Oh, yeah. I mean, you pass right through Death Valley. Oh, no, no, no. If you were going from Sacramento to Vegas. You'd, oh, you'd pass it's further through. north. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles is way further south, and you don't 
come through so Death did, Valley did National Park. Did we make that? Do we ever make that drive? I feel like we did. No, we did make the drive from either more northern California. Oh, Tahoe. To Sa- That's yeah, what we did. Yeah, Tahoe, Tahoe to, and, and to Sacramento. And we okay. did Sacramento to Reno, but gotcha. we didn't come through Death Valley. Death Valley is way farther south than that. Um, gotcha. And we've done uh, San Fran to L.A., Right. We oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. a whole coastal run. Yeah. So all right. Yeah. So it is surprising that we have the hottest, but yet that's the only one. And guess what? Then. The spot in number two is what country? It ain't easy. Is it somewhere in Africa? Yes. Two, three, and four are all in Africa. Five is in the Middle East. Because when I think of the sweltering heat, I think of uh, Africa. But so I'll just say the Sudan. Sudan's number four, but okay. uh, Libya, ah. uh, Azizaya. Ah, the capital of the Jafar Places district. I hope I never see. End up. Yeah, if you end up in Azizaya, Libya, you're it probably not going to live very long. It was a mistake. Yeah. Right? It was a mistake. <laughs> whatever led you there, whatever you thought you were getting into that would be beneficial for you, I assure you it is not. I'd stay away. Um, all right, you got one more geography history. We'll move on to I do. I do. And this is going to be a two for ten, all three for 20 question you can look forward to. I love it. What three? U.S. states have the most McDonald's per capita. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what? So, three US for some reason, I think this directly McDonald's corresponds to the fattest U.S. states. <laughs> for some reason, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go banking on the South. Okay, so so, so you're in the right part of the country. <laughs> right. All three would technically fight for the South. For some reason, like. But well, actually, it, well, no, I shouldn't have said that. But one, one of them, them may, one of them, no, one of them would not fight for the South, but two of them would. But I, I don't. I shouldn't have said that because I don't want to throw you off. But is Florida? No, no, because that's you just threw me off by saying fight. Wouldn't that's fight what I'm saying. For the South. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. Don't Florida. Ignore that whole thing. Because Florida don't, would have a fight with itself. That's first. what I'm saying. Don't use what part, I said yeah, as the a, southern part of Florida is like a suburb of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. I, that's what I'm saying. Don't let what it's I said. Don't, don't let what I said. Sway you're guessing. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's and it's per capita, ex- so that makes it even more interesting. Right, so it's per capita. I, I'm going to go with Mississippi. Not on the list. Even Mississippi even can't get get to McDonald's. <laughs> I didn't think so. It's such an <laughs> underdeveloped state. Right? I can't they even can't imagine. Even but I figured like that would be what a city pines like for. Birmingham's got McDonald's. Right. You know that's Alabama. But, oh, okay. So Mississippi, right? Right. Alabama so would, have been, my, it, would have been my next. It's not on the it's list. It's not on the list. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I feel like Louisiana wouldn't be on the list either no. because they no. have so much individual culinary yes. experience. McDonald's isn't a, isn't a play there. Right. So it brings me to, like, the Carolinas. That doesn't make any sense because that's all tons of underdeveloped area, too. Um, nope. Georgia's reasonably developed, and they're definitely south. Um well, that's where I want to base my Arkansas number one. Arkansas <laughs> most yeah McDonald's that's like, that's, per capita because they have no no culinary, local culinary anything yeah, right. like that's like that's a get if you're in an you Arkansas go to town, dinner you go to McDonald's. McDonald's they got we got them Chinese buffets too. Um, okay, number one on the list is Arkansas. What what's behind it? Because I don't know. This is what I said wouldn't fight would fight for the South because they broke away from Virginia, West Virginia, West yeah, that Virginia. Makes, that makes total sense to me. 
That's number two. And again, number three. Again, no culinary tradition. In fact, you can't even like fish in the waters there because it's all polluted. Right. No, you, if you're in West Virginia and you're hungry, you're looking, for, you're looking for McDonald's. <laughs> Take me home. And Kentucky. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a border, but definitely I should have. I just would have figured KFC. They'd have a little loyalty, but none. Yeah, you're is, right. Is KFC popular in Kentucky? Think, I'd like to know that. You think they've got the most KFC? Because at least they have, they have something that the rest of the world has. If you know Kentucky or like what's Kentucky famous for, it's Jack Daniel and it's well. It's kind of like the opposite though of like Jersey Mike's subs, right? Like I see Jersey Mike's subs, I'm not going to Jersey, Jersey Mike's, Mike's subs. No. no, under no circumstances. No, I live in Mike. Jersey. We got subs. We, yeah, got, we got really got real, real subs. Yeah, we got Sugar House. I got Roses Garden Grill, the greatest. <laughs> I've had roses three days this week. <laughs> Okay. I had a chicken cheesesteak wrap from Roses. It's like heaven in uh, your mouth. Anytime I have a party, it is I'm probably going to have it right when I leave here, right, right after this quiz show. So right to Roses. free publicity to Roses Garden Grill in Northfield, New they, Jersey. Um, Nothing better. They catered my mother-in-law's 70th birthday party. You're the best. The, best. the, best. the food <laughs> the best. is incredible. Place is a literal hole in the wall. Not the, it has yeah. four tables. Yeah, it's, it's in between, what, a dry cleaner and a cobbler or something? Right. <laughs> Literally, a shoe cobbler. <laughs> whose, whose store I've walked into not paying attention multiple times, and then i like, oh, sorry. That dude friendly to you? I, he wasn't even there. Okay. He was just, like, probably in the back cobbling. How much shoes are getting broken that this guy's got a store? Found the same you, pair. If, if, if my shoes are broken, a new pair of shoes. I put them in the trash. Right. It never once considered dawned on you to get new <laughs> to, sh- to shoes Can you my cobble shoes. my shoe? That is a great old old timey business, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's right next to the chimney sweep. <laughs> What's that? Oh, here's Joe. See, he'll sweep your chimney for two bits. Is it a shoe cobbler. All right, let's move on to entertainment because we're already over the hour mark. We've been really killing it this fall, giving them giving them more than their money's worth. There, I hope you guys are all. We, enjoying we're making this. up for soccer season and expect it again. Yes, and by the way, here's a free spring, plug. Go download, be... be one of the first to download UBME, UBME, an app that we are working with on bringing you some trivia experiences with. So maybe that'll get them some downloads in various places. Who knows? Uh, working on the plan for that. Uh, question number one in the entertainment for you, my friend. Popular around Halloween by what single name is actress Cassandra Peterson known by? Elvira. Elvira. Yes, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. You an Elvira lo- fan? I love Elvira because when I was a kid, there was no adult entertainment available. So Elvira. It was, was what we had. It was basically whoa, <laughs> <laughs> and it's also one of my absolute favorite songs. Like this Oak Ridge, the Oak Ridge Boys. Boys. Oh my god! There's nothing I like more than the Oak Ridge Boys song "Elvira." Now, did you ever see the Family Guy, where like Meg probably Meg I don't goes remember. gay, Meg becomes a lesbian, like a hardcore lesbian? Okay, I mean, yeah, probably. I, I, so, <laughs> if it's not one of the recent, I, I saw every one of them at one point. All right. So, it's going to crack you up. Cherry wine, Nick. All right, we've heard enough of Elvira. Now, just- Was that song directly written about Elvira? I don't think so. Wait. 
Are we supposed to believe that Elvira is somehow a big lesbian song? No, not at all. (laughs) But that's what made it so funny when Family (laughs) Guy did. I was like, "What are they they doing?" doing? But it was for some reason that fit. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Oak Ridge Boys. Um, bow, bow, bow. So, all right, speaking yeah. of Family Guy, what voice of Lois won the Emmy for supporting actress? Yeah, I, I saw this. She's awesome. Uh, her name is uh, Bornstein. Um, Close. Burns. Born. Born. You got one extra letter. Borstein. 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 It's Borstein. Uh, I forgot her first name. Um, it's funny because she kind of looks like Meg. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it. Well, she does look, but uh, I mean, she's Lois. What, what's voice. her What's her first name? Alex. Alex. Alex Borstein. Yes, there you go. You so, know what show she's on? Uh, she plays like a nurse or something, or oh. like a medical professional. She did that at some point. What is it? What show is she on? She's on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Nah, you don't watch? You never watch that? Never saw. Oh, it. it's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. It's great. Is it comedy? Love this. My favorite new show. Oh, besides Ozark, my favorite new show of last year. Yeah, you told yeah. me about Ozarks. I'm getting on the Ozarks. Uh, Ozarks is soon. awesome. Right now, I'm in it's always sunny mode, and then I got to I'm watching go the second the season office. of Ozark right now, probably halfway through. I will say that the second season doesn't seem to have the same power as the first did. Yeah, I really love the first season of Ozark. I kind of prefer waiting till the show's over. At this yeah, stage. I know. You don't I, like not, to jump in. No, I, things, I don't but. mind doing that with sitcoms type stuff. Like, it's always sunny. I don't care. You could jump in and out. They're not going anywhere with the plot. It's just all there to entertain you. But, like, shows like Ozark that are mine shows, like, yeah. I'm, I'm more prone to waiting till they're done. You know, I kind of, like, half-heartedly want to watch this It's really hard to show. talk about shows with people, though, now, because nobody's ever on the same schedule. Right. Or it used to be like, oh, there's a show, and oh, then you talk about Wednesday, that Wednesday, you talk about a yeah. Thursday. Now right. it's like somebody mentions a show. Don't talk, don't talk well, about Game of Thrones is like that. You know what I mean? That's like, why I that's, watch it every week. Right. That's the only show that I'll, like, tune in for when yep. it's supposed to air. But when Netflix drops 10 shows at once of Ozark on you, like, I, I don't want to blow through 10 hours of Ozark all at I once. I still appreciate that they do that, though. So I'd rather have it on my schedule than on I their schedule. I don't know schedule. why I like that one week at a time, and then if I don't want to keep up on it, you then... don't keep up on it. Yeah, it's it, there's there's. Do you still watch Westworld? I st- I didn't get to season two. It's there, and again, it... I've been watching season one of Westworld for like two years. I can't get through it. I don't know. I just not into it. And then finally, something happened in like episode eight. Right. It's got to do. Got with, very interesting. It got interesting all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. Now, so now I'm like, now it's a I different got, show. I got like a couple more to go. Right. At first, you don't even know what's going first, on. The but now, first in it, seven episodes of that show yeah, are so boring, mind numbing. You don't even really understand what's going on. Yeah, it's just. But what, you got to that one reveal where you figure out Ed Harris. Oh, okay. Well, this was the Anthony Hopkins sort of revealing oh, oh, himself, okay. and now I'm like, okay, yeah, now yeah, it's now interesting to me. So he's an evil genius. Yeah, yeah. So now it's interesting. Yeah. It, it, I, I want to see season two, but the reviews were so bad that I haven't been motivated enough to go back to watch it. People are like, oh, they don't like because I thought people loved Westworld. Yeah, but people said it's too confusing for. But that's good for me because like stupid people, I get where they'd already be lost on the show. And they said season two made season one. If you thought season one was confusing, just wait till you get to season two because they're in, right. like different. So I'm not sure if I'm falling in this class of people that's too confusing for or not. It's it's I don't feel that way. I just feel like it's uninteresting. Yeah, that's different. 
So I don't know. I we'll see. I'm definitely going to get there, but been uh, wanting to give up on it, but I got such good reviews. I just feel like I got to keep keep well, going with this, this show. Point, I'd rather get through season three and see how people feel about it, then I'll go back and start. So watching. I got I got to finish season one because I'm just too too invested, and then I'll see how the reviews are on, on season, season one. Was great. The end. The last couple episodes were great. Okay, so that's what I'm on now. Yeah, I'm I, like, I, I I'm, think you'll I'm you'll, on the last you'll get to a episodes. point where the cliffhanger is going to make you interested in season two. I just it's hard unless I have a game to write. I'm not focusing on that show because I have stuff I'm trying to do theme-wise to get through. Like, It's Always Sunny is something I'm developing, and you know I'm going to probably do a second version of The Office because we got an upcoming game like that. So those are the shows that I'm going to focus on. Um, all right, let me ask you this question. Joe Pitka, a film director who served as the inspiration for Vigo from Ghostbusters 2, was best known for what half-animated sports movie? All right. Need it all again. Okay. Unless the answer is Space Jam. Space Jam's the answer. <laughs> there can only be one answer. Half-animated sports movie. The answer should be Space Jam. Can like, you think of a second half-animated space movie? I don't understand or, any of that, but the answer is Space Jam. It was a question within a question because I learned this fact and there was almost no way for me to phrase it because it was just so hard because who knows who Joe Pitka is. But do you remember Ghostbusters 2? Not Really? Really? Surprising, too, I know. Ghostbusters 1, one of my favorite movies, and Ghostbusters right. 2 just didn't. So in Ghostbusters 2, this guy was the the bad guy, and he was basically this painting at the an art museum, and okay. like, people kept saying it was like Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember that, yep. So that's the director of Space Jam. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the guy that's who so made funny. Ghostbusters knew used him, him, and he used him as the inspiration for the bad guy in Ghostbusters. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and it's true in, in our business. Sometimes you have to just write a question that gives something else away in order just to, to get that fact get out that there. Fact I want out people there. Googling Joe Pitka yeah. and be like, oh, my God, that's Vigo from and Ghostbusters. I, I see stuff like that all the time. I'm like, this is such a great fact, but nobody's going to know it. So well, that's why, how do you that's have why the clue half-animated sports movie <laughs> right, right. is in there because there's nothing. Yep. I could have just said, what's the only half-animated sports movie you can name? <laughs> and it would have been, sport, you know, they're making number two, right? That's what inspired this. I did hear about that. I also read that the original Looney Tunes director, right, the guy who did like 30 years worth of Looney Tunes cartoons, uh, got asked to speak at the Warner Brothers at the opening of Space Jam, and he basically got up on stage and said, this is the worst piece of trash film ever. You guys didn't get anything right. Your Porky the Pig would never say, I wet myself. Bugs Bunny would have solved this all in 10 minutes like he, he went through this whole list, and they literally escorted him with security off the stage, eight minutes into his speech. Wow! <laughs> and said, and they kicked him out off the lot. Sounds awesome. I would love to hear that. Love to hear that, that speech. It's fantastic. All right, uh, you got any entertainment for me? Yeah. So last week I was talking to you about the lack of diversity in the uh, best actress category yes. when it comes to Latinos. Yep. Well, it gets even better. The zero Latinos that have ever won anything. <laughs> no, no, this is the this is the first. Who is the first actress of Asian descent to be nominated for the Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series? Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh, you got it. It's the only Asian killing actress Eve. this that year. I could, I could the first be. time. This is the first time Did, we've ever had an actress of Asian descent nominated for an Tia Carrera. Like what I mean, is she, she didn't doing? Win, but okay, she got. She nominated. was nominated. Well, I know that movie Crazy Rich Asians made a fortune and it's an all asian cast there's no like there's not even a token white guy in it yeah, did your mom go see that yeah she loved it did she yeah everybody my, my I mom heard. my mom and my mother-in-law saw it and I, I don't know they i it just didn't seem like 
I don't know. I, don't know. I haven't seen it, but I, that, that's not unusual. I just, I just don't get to those titles. I tried to have her explain it to me, and I couldn't understand what the... Yeah, it's a catchy title. It's supposed to be funny. That's what I hear. All right. So it's like my it is big a catchy fat, title. My big fat Greek wedding. It's yeah, a that was a good title. movie. Yeah, it's, but I'm saying like I think every culture eventually gets their movie. Or I'll tell you like, what, the... what will not get me to a theater though is Crazy Rich Asians. Like no, I mean, because it's not a theater movie. I would maybe like, have it on TV. Sure, yeah, but, but to, that's to, to watch any any drama. I'm not going to see regardless of what the content is because like that's not something I'm going to pay premium to be in a big screen experience. Star Wars, I'll yes. be in a big screen yeah, experience. Yeah, all right, yeah. Tracy Morgan had such a great lot. He was I watched uh, the Seinfeld uh, cars and comedians getting coffee, and he had Tracy Morgan with him. Okay, and Tracy Morgan's like that. Star Wars is absolute bull, and he's like, why? He's like, because there's no African American man that's going to leave a good union job with the stormtroopers to go out there and help some white girl get rescued. He's like, <laughs> you know how hard those union jobs are to get. That's <laughs> 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 such a great take. He was great on the Emmys. He calls out. He's like, "I'm just rooting for the black people." Yeah, whoever you. That's, well, I'm glad. And you... then he goes, and he goes, "Yo, know, Millie Bobby Brown." And they're like, "Wait, Millie Bobby yeah, Brown's not, not black. black." And he's like, "Did she invite her to the barbecue?" Did you? All right. So there's two things. You just hit two of my questions. My last two things, all in one, so I can get them both out because you segued right into them. For all starters, right. can you name the Saturday Night Live pair that hosted the 2018 Emmy Awards? Uh, Michael Shea. Michael Shea. And Colin Jost. Jost. The J is silent. Is it? Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's Jost. I was joking. I have no oh, idea. Okay. Yeah, you're joking. All right. Yeah. Michael Jost. Um, but you know who Michael Jost's girlfriend is, don't Colin you? Jost. Colin Jost. Yes. Oh, yeah. I know well, all I just about combined Colin them Jost. Yeah, I know all about Colin Jost. <laughs> Doesn't it give you a chance, though? I mean, if that's I mean, the level she's at, like, yeah. it's, how great is he? I don't know. Can he can he really be that good? I'm just I'm so anti Saturday Night Live, so that's what makes it hard for me. Yeah, I, I can't stand Saturday Night Live. It, I've hated it, it for 20 years. It hadn't been good in so I, long. I, I I don't think any of it's funny. Uh, you know, so I just it's it's very enough already. Yeah, I just I I can't stand it. So if like if she was dating the backup second baseman for the Mets, I'd be like awesome. Yeah, but <laughs> but like the news anchor for Saturday Night Live, you're not endorsing and, and, necessarily. And Pete Davidson, who's my favorite guy on that show, love that guy. Yeah, so he he's doing all right. So yeah. I'm happy for him. He's doing more than all right. Yeah, um, but I I do love Pete Davidson, but he's the only guy on that show I like. So uh, I thought they Colin Jost did a fine job at the Emmys, though. I'm not going to complain. I did, thought it was good. Now, did you hear the story about Millie Bobby Brown and who her? BFF is who texts her routine advice about boys. All right. Well, I'm a big fan of Millie Bobby Brown, so I hope it's. I'm somebody a big fan I'm of like, Howard Stern. I love doing oh, the his agent. agent. It's Millie Bobby Brown agent is the best in the entire world. Oh yeah, uh, that is great. Uh, yeah, this this the eight. I guarantee you because I have inside knowledge that the staff at the Stern Show knows about this. I was sent. The, I was the one who sent it. Uh, there will be a Millie Bobby Brown agent bit uh, oh, coming agent up this week about this situation. Okay, this will be addressed. She immediately. was she was at the Emmy. She was, she was wearing was horrible. I mean, but she's just a little kid. But she's still, fourteen. Yeah, but it was still it's just, nobody should be looking at her. Right, it's true. It's Watch true. her. I mean, as I'm as I'm criticizing what she's wearing, I'm thinking to myself, this well, is ridiculous. Fourteen year old, fourteen year old kid. She should be. Why am I even wants, thinking like this? Yeah. Uh, let's see, who's her best friend? Jeez, why don't I know this? I know is, everything Millie this Bobby is Brown so related. so disturbing. Oh, it's, it's so disturbing. So disturbing. 
I couldn't I couldn't think of somebody I would oh, want my no. daughter to, to be oh, friends with no. less. Kathy Griffin? No. Right. It's a man. It's a man, it's baby? It's a 31 year old. Is it a straight man? S- yes. Super famous straight man whose girlfriend is 18. So you know this oh, guy's already gosh. thinking in the back of his head. I'll just be friend. It's it's like uh, do you remember Beautiful Girls? Yeah, remember yeah. Tim? Uh, yeah. Of course, he, I remember that. He's, yeah, think, yeah. he's thinking, I'll, I'll just wait till that. Natalie Portman yeah. turns eighteen. But you don't want to know what's going through that kid's head when he's having a conversation with a twelve-year-old. You don't. No, remember gotta... when he's talking to his buddy about it on yeah, the floor like, after the reunion. He's talking to Mike Rappaport. <laughs> he's talking to Mike. Rappaport. No, no, it's the other guy. Oh, oh yeah, the family, guy, the guy who plays oh, the yeah, family the, man, the bigger guy. Right? Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking like, about? I got, like my daughter's eight. I'll kill you. Kill you. He's like, no, you don't understand. She's an old soul. Like, no, she's twelve. All right, so a thirty-one-year-old who's got an eighteen. Yeah, if I'm friend. this girl's mother or father, I'm putting a kibosh, an on... immediate kibosh, immediate. Like, do lose my daughter's number. And is do is not... he an actor? Worse, he's a rapper. A rapper. Yeah, and one of the most world-famous rappers on the planet. And it's Millie Bobby Brown's best friend. Best friend. She, they met in Australia at some thing. I feel and like all been, the world famous rappers said, are older than thirty. She said they, they text every day. That disturbs the hell out of me. You don't ever like, even if your intentions are a hundred percent. Just it's just not right. It's just not right. Man, so is it like? Jeez. I mean, Pitbull's older than 31. The only non-American Jewish rapper I know of on the oh, planet. Oh, Drake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Drake. Yeah. I, Drake seems like he's pretty clean cut to me. Yeah, you know, know. He's, yeah. he's a church. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, he's from Toronto. I right. mean, come on. Yeah. So you have no you have no problem <laughs> no. with him giving Millie Bobby I'm, Brown dating if, advice? If you're telling me that Millie Bobby Brown's getting date advice from a rapper and you tell me it's Drake, now I'm relieved. Okay. Put it that way. <laughs> right, right. If it was like my head was if it was like Flo uh, Rida and, Right, yeah, or like, yeah. you know, Fitty Scent or yeah, something, yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. no, 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 no. Nah, Drake is that's all an act. All right, so they're best friends. And uh they, actually they, makes text, they text on sense, the daily really. and she likes his girlfriend who's eighteen. So Yeah, like I feel like Drake is safer than Bieber. Sure. Right? Bieber's gonna take you in the you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't care how old you are. Also not an American citizen, I just That's heard. true. But he's also not a rapper. As citizens of America, should we get to vote on other Americans? Like, like, like Bieber wants to be an American citizen. Should we get a voice? Like, you know, if you're a member of a club and somebody wants to join, like, should should there be some kind of a policy that we could? If so, in other words, if so, somebody so comes America's from another country, a, so acts America's like an asshole for ten now. years, and then wants to be an American, can we be like, man, nah, did you like toilet paper your neighbor's house? And well, all right. So here's a here's how I would answer you that question. To, what legend? Uh, legend, hardly. But you're talking about celebrities. Whether or not we should let celebrities <laughs> in. But like, all right. So here's the answer to your question. We do have a vote, and we vote for the people that pass the laws that give the immigration process. It's, right, right, it's, right, right, right. So. You know, indirectly we do. Everything is indirect. So, so you're saying we should write to our senators and yeah, say keep uh, keep Bieber out, or at least just sure. keep him, keep him in Atlanta. And I do think you can appeal particular individuals for different reasons when they go through citizenship. If if you happen to know about what that is, but you know, I, I'm I would I'm leery of using democracy in that regard because I've run into so many people who I question how we allow them to vote to begin with that I don't know that I want them making any decisions. All right, so maybe we have a special counsel 
that is elected yeah. to just focus on who well, I think we let in and I think who we should we elect don't. a special counsel to decide whether or not somebody who's running for government positions should be allowed to run for government positions. Yeah. That's what I would do. But I would boy, have that, I would have a totally that separate That would eliminate everyone from potentially. Yeah. Great. It, but it would it would give a different set of credentials needed to be a public servant, which right now there aren't. It's are you a lawyer and do you have enough money to get yourself in? That's yeah. that's the credentials. And I would rather have, you know, some in some places judiciary is privately elected like there's like a you know, somebody who's running for the uh, county judge or whatever, and he's got a – it's an elected position, and it's separate oh, yeah, than yeah. the politicians. Right, right. So I'm I'm a big fan of having separate potential uh, elections for the different branches of government. All right. I don't really want to end on that very <laughs> uh, very inane. So give me one more question, and whatever it is, it'll be the last one. All right. Since we were talking about the Emmys, I got one more for you. Uh, what show won the Emmy – for outstanding reality competition series. <clears throat> and my argument for this is because this won, we can now we should put the whole thing to bed. In other words, if this is the best that we have in reality competition series, it's over. Let's just take the whole thing and get rid of it. I'm Leslie Chen Moonves. <laughs> is it Big Brother? No. Oh, okay. I would have been such a great no. answer. Um, Leslie Chen, Chen Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you? I what is your message? Leslie. What is your okay. message to the women that that man whose lives? Did you see like designing women's uh, creator? It's came Julie out? Chen too. It's not Leslie. Chen. Oh, Ju what did I say? Leslie Chen. I'm yeah. sorry, Julie Chen. <laughs> sorry, Leslie. I am Julie Les Julie Chen, Chen. Moonves. Yes, uh, Leslie is his name. Right. Leslie Moonves. Right, right. His name is Les. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's Leslie. Leslie. Let's 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 call it like it I is. am Julie Chen Khan. Bin Laden. <laughs> right. That was a very very strong bit by by Stern about that whole thing, but. Uh, I, I mean, aren't you really just throwing it in their face, like the victims of that guy, when you say that? Like, I'm standing by my husband despite right. what you've done to him. I thought for sure this was not going to be something you wanted to talk about, but if we're going to talk about it. I, I don't, I think especially not in the 78th minute of the show. I think it's ridiculous that she did that. It's ridiculous that she did that. I do think, though, I'm not going to attack somebody for standing up for their husband sure but like okay and really it is tough like when you marry somebody who see if i marry somebody late in life and they did a lot of horrible things before you were married i don't know you took a vow that's your husband i don't know it's not for me to criticize i'll go one further she was part of that process. You she was that part she of the horrible things. Brought. Yeah. had an interview at nine o'clock in the morning yeah. in a hotel yeah <laughs> that's exactly right and then she fell in love so maybe she liked so that type of... What a beautiful of, story. Maybe she liked that type of behavior. Right. The best is the story about him and his doctor. Oh, my God. It's uh, he could be left in the same room with a woman. Disgusting. Sorry, and, 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 and on top of that... He could like, be left in the same room with a woman alone. Uh, yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> For, on so many different levels. But the, the woman who created Designing Women basically said because he didn't like the political message the show Designing Women sent, because every one of them was about these strong, independent women from the South who bucked trends and stood up for against racism and whatever, and Les was such like a, a scumbag mentally in terms of what he wanted, that when he took over CBS, the first thing he did was destroy her career. 
She never got another show on. They signed her to this 10-year contract where she was exclusively developing for CBS. No show she made got on. So they were paying her to basically ruin her career. Mm -hmm. And that was the last. And she couldn't get a a project greenlit. And it just ruined her reputation. She wasn't able to make new shows and whatever else. And it was specifically a vendetta this guy had because of what designing women was. And he didn't want to associate with that. It's like, wholesome values? So I I, I do not probably like this guy. a very good chance that uh, Leslie Moonves is not a great guy. No, there's probably an excellent <laughs> so chance he is a horrible human being. I, I, I'm just saying, I don't know why she would say. But what percentage of the I, CEOs of the world do you well, think, think are like qu- him? Ninety. Well, well, uh, real quick, just about Julie, real quick, and then we'll move on. I think a hundred percent of the people were wondering what her reaction was going to be, and, and especially was, looking I'm to see Julie Chen Moonves. So when she said. I'm Julie Chemovez. I think it 100% made it clear. She's I'm standing doubling by down. Husband. I'm standing by my husband. I've seen the bank accounts. I am not Even prepared to give up my lifestyle. I think it's very insulting to the women that were... Destroyed by her husband. Right. And the and loyalty. So, you, you can see both sides. You know, but if you're going to stand by your husband, I don't know. Who am I to criticize it? I don't know. I just wish that we figured out a way to get people that are like him in life out of the positions of leadership. Because I... My contention is 90% of CEOs in Fortune 500 companies are less Moonves or worse. Well, I do think that there's a good chance that in order to get that far ahead in life versus everyone else, you have to be you might have a, a serious set of right. Yeah, morals. Do, certain do, you, do, you set remember, of... do you remember uh, the show Party Down? Of course. All right. Do you remember? Who was the guy who was in that movie about a drummer? He was like the teacher of the uh, that class. J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons, you got it. Uh, he was in Fargo, or not Fargo. Uh, what's, uh, help me out here. Come on. It's uh, Juno. He oh, was Juno. Juno. He was yeah, Juno. he was the dad Juno's, in Juno. You're right, right. So J.K. Simmons played a bit part in Party Down. Okay. He was like a movie director. All right. Do you remember him? I, I don't. So his character just all he all you ever saw him was cursing out people on the phone. Yes, in yes I remember that now. Yeah, you tell that mother blanker that I'm yep. gonna cut his blank off or whatever else. Yeah, so you might have to be that you know that like Harvey got, Weinstein. But it got it got to absurd to, to the levels, point where it was like no one to... was taking him seriously because they know that's just what he does. Mm-hmm. He just threatens you verbally. And it well, was... I think NFL coaches are like that. Like in oh, about yeah. four years of listening to that, and then the it same starts thing. to wear like, out. Yeah, like Parcells what... said that. It, yeah, it comes a, a certain point at which you wear out. He, he's 100% correct of that. So, all right. Well, I, I thought that was uh, a good way to end. Wait, you a... didn't answer the question. <laughs> what was the question? There was a question. The Emmy for Outstanding Reality Competition Series. Oh, I guessed series. Big Brother, but I got it wrong. Oh, you did guess Big Brother. Sorry. No, it's called RuPaul's Drag Race. Yep. <laughs> we can finish this whole category of shows, right? Yeah, if just, RuPaul's Drag Race is the, the best, best reality, reality show... show we can get rid of them We're all. out, folks. That's the end of it for reality shows and the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. A good uh, day to you, episode 76. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Hotline Drive And like always I'm kicking it live Gonna call the fellas To see if they is with this Gonna get down With the sound of Big Breakfast Start up the day With some Bob Marley 
back to the woods for that fresh parlay. Maybe even spark a little Nicky J. And then it's off to Santa City in the fastest way. Cause if you gotta get downtown real quick, then the only way to go is I-76. So unless of course you wanna take that scenic view, then the East or West River Drive is right for you. But if you ain't got any time to lose, put the pedal to the metal for that voyage cruise. And get on down to I-76. Cause in 1996, there ain't no tricks in the mix. Back in 1982, man, it was real cool in school. If we got good grades, like straight up babes, our parents would take us to a 76 game. I got my game and there ain't no shame. Big shops of Mo Cheeks and Moses Malone. Julius Serva called Philly is home. Bobby Jones, Daryl Dawkins, and Tony Tinkin' Freeze. Rocky Bobo will come from South Philly. But if you want to make it on time to the show, there's only one road that you really have to know. So get to Fishtown without all that job. I suggest that you drive on I-95. Want to get downtown but fit in a fix. Get on that road they call 676. The most expensive, expensive piece of interstate. They ever made the battles ain't famous, but they got the game. Get on, on 76ers. The Valentine's smile to the Catman floor. Lounging leather seats to 76, getting ice Cadillac. DBL, Christopher, pull the heist expressway expression. So the pop is pressing. Up another piece of baby in your painted session. Guessing the answer to the question. All the Philly fellas living life is our profession. Destined to escape our lost back tour. Our wilderness, yeah, prep jet a bull. Friday night, prep Broncos and pepper shakers in the city. I start up, show out the skyscraper. Well, the group, man, it's our 76. I'm checking out a super singer, Davy Quickness. Lily of the volley, love a lingam every day. I'm giving praise from Hot Hill Juice to Philly. Cause if you gotta get downtown real quick, then the only way to go is I 76. Unless, of course, you wanna take that scene if you. Then the East and West River Drive is right for you. But hope you ain't got any time to lose. Put the pedal to the metal for the four-year group. And get on down to our 76. Cause in 1996, there ain't no tricks in the mix. Get it on, 76ers. 